Hello and good evening for what is it, guys? Thursday? Thursday, March 9th. March 9th. We're here to talk about Big Brother Canada 11. At least a bit. Parts of it. Change up. Uh, change up here on this. Uh, after Well, I've watched both episodes. The panel. Uh, it, it, there was it, some it, miscommunication. It, there was some miscommunication. We didn't quite sync things up. Um, so some of I'm us have thinking seen... about Survivor yesterday, Dave. I'm sorry, I still have Survivor on the brain. You know, I've got you know because that's you know the big the big money show. And anyways, yeah, well, we're here on Super Mario Brothers podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch to talk about Big Brother Canada 11, the new season, and uh, even a little bit of the of the of the first bit of time we've seen, at least episode one. We've all seen episode one. We haven't all seen episode two. So it's going to make it a little, I, I just watched episode two because that's definitely what's fresh in my mind. So maybe you guys can lead the discussion and, so, and then I will pipe it. Okay. Uh, well, I just I, watched I, it. I just watched it. Jamil, when did you watch it? Last night? No, today. You watched today. it today? Okay. So we can, okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do the first one. Okay. Yeah. Because like the whole base, the whole first episode was the videos of explaining everyone and, you know, they didn't really like, they they barely showed you know H O uh, 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 or the, the first part of the H O H challenge, and you know they described the last um, uh, the last last place thing a little bit right dead last dead last and and so the concept of that and not um, necessarily uh, you know going home this week and so there's an extra twist to it obviously this year so we'll see what it is but first of all first impressions first impressions first of all the house. Oh my god, the budget! Holy crap! If the place is freaking gorgeous, but like it's got like it's just so frivolous. Like, and I and I work with yeah. you know like houses and stuff, right? Like you know like designs and stuff. And it's obvious we do you know it's not custom, but this is like very intricate. I'm I, I'm very impressed with this with the set is what I'm saying. That's my point. Yeah, well, the Big Brother Canada house definitely a different. Um configuration than the american house the usa house uh much grander bigger each one bedroom is like i don't know the size of like half the usa house it feels like uh it's just such a bigger set uh there's so much more places to kind of go off and have side conversations there especially when you have sponsored rooms by Expedia or now Circle K or whoever else is sponsoring different different uh, parts of the, you know, we have the Wendy's and you got this and this and this, and all these different places that they brand. But yes, Foster, you haven't really watched Big Brother Canada before. So you're kind of coming in with fresh eyes. Jamil and I, of course, have covered the last few seasons, uh, you know, pandemic, I think starting with the pandemic or right after the pandemic uh, during that time. So um, we're going to break down this cast and uh, and talk about our draft results as well. And uh, and our first impressions here coming in, Jamil. Um, how, what's your sort of feeling on the season coming in? I know that there's some uh, big changes up here, uh, most notably the uh, the lack of live feeds. Yeah, so um, there is a reduction in excitement regarding this season due to live feeds not being there. So there's a little bit of wariness regarding what the season will actually contain because as uh from time to time big brother canada does do a, a decent job of uh of portraying what is happening in the house uh much better than the american version um 
but uh, it's always great to get the finer details with the live feeds uh, because you understand people's games a lot more. Uh, you understand motivations a lot more. Um, what could be considered uh, a pass a player, we don't necessarily get to see the amount of work uh, that they go into it. The Ghosts last season um, as a, an alliance wasn't portrayed on television as being a big deal, but there was a lot of intricate work that was being done that really set up Kevin for an end game. Uh, sure. So uh, that's, that's really my idea. Just one thing about the house. I was actually really excited for the house at the beginning of the episode. And then when the people stepped in, that changed because when they presented it initially, they had like the lights lowered and it was a little bit darker as opposed to this um, Home Depot showroom type of look that it has where it's like, let's get every single light that we possibly can find and jack it up to 11 in this yeah. house. It's a very right? bright house. And like uh, some of the contestants in the episode two, I don't think this is too much big of a spoiler. We're complaining about how bright it was and how they couldn't sleep. I, w I would be wearing shades all the time in yeah. that house. I, I, I'm, you know, um, I have a, a sensitivity to light. Yeah. I would be, I would be like this the entire time. Like, is that, is that John Michael over there? I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell. There's too much reflection here. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I may, if I may, mm -hmm. Jamil, I, you're probably right. I was looking at the pretty designs on the wall. Okay. I'll like, just like the, all the little frivolous things. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like I, I see what you're saying. Like it's, it's not, this season is going to be different. Right. But I guess what you say, just like what you said, Dave, right? It's just, it's not the same as uh, Big Brother uh, US, right? Where it actually has the size. So where is it actually um, filmed? Mississauga? Um, no, really? the, I believe the studio is at Etobicoke now. Etobicoke? The, um, it's either Etobicoke or it's the Scarborough location. But um, yeah, it is in a big excited. studio. It's the same place they've always been, right? Or No. Um, no? First... first I think three seasons was right off the 401 um, by the airport. Um, okay. And then I believe it moved to Scarborough, possibly the Mississauga Etobicoke. I don't think it's out in Scarborough. So I'm pretty sure at least anymore. So I'm pretty sure it's like still in that Etobicoke. So, Mississauga, it's, so it's the Etobicoke location. That's by like Kipling. a borderline somewhere around there. Yeah. I haven't been there physically, but is there a not, backyard? Is it like open to the sun and stuff? Or I guess not right now. Yes. They have, they have like a deck that, uh, it, uh, that, um, has like a hot tub and you can go out there and smoke or whatever. Uh, if, if you do, uh, but that, and that tends to get used when the weather's nicer. Cause you know, this, this, uh, big brother Canada is a springtime show. So you might, um, get days of winter. You might get nicer days. Uh, we, it's been a pretty good winter here in Ontario. So, um, you know, I imagine they're going to make use of that outside yeah. space. So, but it's, it's a closed area. We don't really have like wall yellers kind of interrupting it. That's not a thing here. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's just jump into this cast a little bit. There's a, it's a, it's a it's an eclectic bunch. Um, uh, Foster, I want to start with you because you're coming in fresh here. You know you've seen Big Brother before, but this is a, a whole new cast, a Canadian cast, and um, and sort of what are your impressions of them coming in? 
Okay, you want to hear the, the good or the bad? Because I got some points. I want to hear both. You want to hear both? What do you want me to start with? And start with you have to good. pick out who's Let's start with Sam's, the good. Who's Sam's uh, girl? Yeah. Oh, Sam well, I'll tell you, who, I, who, I got a, I actually, I have a crush this season. Ooh, oh, okay. Well, I, I have to, I have to put currently my crush. We're going to start with that right now. Um, now, my crush is Shania for the first time because. The re for the reason the reason the only reason is is because she was playing N sixty four in her intro bio, right? Yeah, she's playing Ocarina was, of Time. Presumably, that was just because she had the controller. That's the only reason that she's my crush. But anyway, that that's personal. I'll I'll get her eventually, right? I'll keep you updated at some. You'll point. get her eventually. But, uh, <laughs> well, she she's, she's trying to get a Roberto. Uh, we found out in a little bit in episode two that she's got eyes for Roberto. But no, Roberto, uh, none of the, none of them are gonna. No, I, no, I, I can I can wait it out. But anyways, even though it's never gonna happen, it's okay. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, the and other the bad. Uh, I love I loved uh, Jonathan because he was uh, the classic Canadian poster boy, you know, from Newfoundland. Yes, with I knew, like I knew untied knots. Who with can't untie knots? The know, fisherman who. <laughs> Sam's rooting for him. He's he's from uh, the homeland for Sam. Yeah, Hinkley. paradise. Yeah. Uh, is this your first time watching any Big Brother Canada? Uh, I feel like I when it first came out, I believe it was around the time I still watched Big Brother US, um, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, or I watched a little bit of it, but um, I tried and I was not impressed. I just remember like two or three episodes very briefly, and so, but basically, Sam, like I'm coming in with a new perspective. Fair enough. Uh, Jamil, do you want to comment on this cast and sort of? Do you want me to? I could, I could quickly run down. Um, we we can get into, about, into the individuals, but I, I, I guess like I'll be quick. I'll be quick with them too. Like sure, we can, sure. we'll save a whole ton of time with it. Yeah, Amal is boring. Anika's boring. Claudia's boring. Daniel's boring. Dan's boring. Hope, uh? Jonathan seems interesting, <laughs> but like. Please, sir, some 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 personality outside of I'm Canadian from the East Coast, please. John he's Michaels. Dad. He's a dad. Congratulations. I know. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some people that's like. Uh, John Michaels seems okay, I guess. Uh, Koozie seems like she wrote down all of her taglines and her witty sayings on a, a cue card. I could just imagine her just going. <laughs> I'm Big Daddy K. Like each time, like she's doing that. Kuzi, Renee yeah. is boring. Roberto's boring. Santina's boring. Mm -hmm. Shania, so what, dude? She plays N64. Hey, that less boring. <laughs> so what? I don't care what you say. It's I, I watch anime. The only so reason. So what? <laughs> I I bet you majority of the cast also watches anime and plays video games. But none of them say that's their personality, right? For some of the guys, sorry, their personality is they go to the gym. Which they go, is they work great. out. Wow, that's, well, a, that's well, their who personality. Was, who was it that I saw? I think uh, who did I? Um, Roberto. I mean, was a Hope, game Roberto, Hope, He's a game and bot. Roberto both said that, and Ty said okay. that that was their personality. Right. Well, you were on Shania. Now you're into Ty. Uh, you got three. Boring. Um, Vanessa. Vanessa seems interesting. But at the same time, she's going to be in that mother role so quickly. And then she's, I don't know. <laughs> and, Zach uh, is, Zach is the Miz. 
Zach, Zach is, the, is the Canadian Miz. Yeah, he 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 should be a pro wrestler. This guy. Um, he seems. What did you say about Ty, uh, Jamil? Shania? No, Ty. Ty, My boring. <laughs> yeah, boring. Z- Z- Zach. Zach seems utterly unlikable. Why would utterly they put him on the show? I don't understand why they put him on because especially when this it really bothered me that he came out like it was right away. It's like I'm super wealthy. It's like I don't want to hear that, first of all. And I don't want you to be on a game show that's for a hundred thousand dollars that is life changing for like ninety-nine percent of the population. Wait, okay, time out. I disagree completely, right? This isn't this isn't a charity show where someone's gonna get charity. You gotta win it, right? So, like, yeah, but I think they could have gotten somebody with a with a with a more you know, like I don't know, like it's not like I'm saying they have to be broke, but I'm just saying like he does. He's not there to, I don't know. I None just, of these people look like they're living in squalor, <laughs> right? <no. laughs> Right, all of them for the most part seemingly has jobs. I guess some of them kind of like brushed over it. Uh, Well, like billionaire, I guess the billionaire comment kind of rubbed me wrong, and that was kind of. But anyways, I think Dan Dan is a a a a startup DJ. I think he hasn't quite established himself yet as a DJ. Which one, Um, Dan Dan Zabo? Zabo? Who? No, he's not a startup DJ. He tours regularly. Uh yeah, I don't know what to make of it. If you in a in a cast of some who, boring who, characters, he is maybe one of the okay. most. Okay, I I also believe that the the them coming across as boring boring is whoever produces those intro packages. They need to be fired. I am sorry, <laughs> right? Because you cannot paint every single person with the same brush, and that's what it feels like. All of them seem like the same. It's yeah, like, well, oh, that's how I'm that's from. How I... Insert um, city. Right, and I'm, I'm just wild from this city. I do this. This is my job. You know, you get, I have a family or whatever, and uh, I'm going. I'm going to mess up whatever they told casting when they went through the process. Is usually yes. you know, like uh, this is what makes me different or whatever. And, insert uh, insert regularly said Big Brother trope. I'm right. going to do this to Big I'm Brother. Gonna, I'm going to uh, you know do this, and I think there were some. Some of them were better than others but they were all kind of yeah you're right a little pretty blah um you know pretty pretty standard and and so you can only get so much of that you can look at their what their questionnaires were on the website and see like what how they answer certain questions um so i think jamil if you're looking for a season of gamers of hardcore players i don't think you're gonna get that here well i think you know at the same time it's also how people get in they get in however and this is what has been shown to like you know you play this game of like i'm gonna come across as this so that i can <laughs> you like jonathan's intro package he was a new flat John- he loved it <laughs> jonathan lives in insert city and he has insert family and he yes. does insert right. i'm gonna play an insert and hope to win credits like i'm coming big brother <laughs> canada you know, and point they, to they the screen. yeah, and then, I agree that those intro packages are a bit uninspired, and you really can't get a sense of it until you see you start seeing them interact with each other, which is yeah. kind of what we got. We got a little bit of that in episode one. I've seen a little bit ahead from you guys and have seen episode two, and uh, and we are starting to see those bonds, but it's very 
it's very predictable in terms of who's like uh in, in particular these these alpha male types are all seeming to congregate together <laughs> and this happens every season because that i've watched uh in canada particularly because i don't know i feel like there's this mentality of like it's who wins whoever wins competition has power that you know whether you watch the the game or not if you're a, a recruit or not you kind of understand that idea and so the uh, we see right here in the, in the in the opening seconds of the of the first episode here that like Hope and Roberto become like the bestest of friends, you know, just based on the fact that they're both big dudes and I don't know they they vibe with each other I guess right so um, and we see in, in more in the episode too that like like the 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 broy alpha male types they don't want to be targeted they don't want to be the the first or second person out so even though none of them end up winning power here uh in this first hoh or don't come don't in fact roberto uh convinces hope or is it the other way around like let's not win this first competition let's not be the first hoh yeah, that was roberto, roberto have that conversation hope. yeah um and so and ultimately john michael and santina go on to win it uh which i was very surprised by i was like that was not a pair i expected to um advance to that like final there but it was kind of a nice surprise um and yeah like i just think that i don't know I, in particular like this pretty boy game plan like the pretty boys were like an alliance years ago um foster in big brother canada that basically worked very much like the brigade did in big brother usa where you had a bunch of broy guys alpha guys who basically had a girl on the side all of them and they would talk and then they would they, eventually once they got down to jury they just cut their respective like non-alliance member girl or whoever like yeah. their bestie was outside of the alliance until it was only them and then you know that that was the season that dane went on to win who we they kind of they reference in the in the first episode dane and anthony just a great segment where they're like oh you know who those people are and, the, and, the, and then zach is like i I've, I've never i've never actually watched this show before right, right? and i'm like oh my gosh are you kidding me Right, and then who else said it? Um, was it um, was it Koozie who also mentioned she only seen one season? No, it was Nika, I think. Oh, I think Nika. I would buy that Koozie has never seen this before too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it was uh, yeah, like they're and we're not talking like years and years ago, guys. It's just like, it's like Dane won like four years ago or something. Like not that like uh, I think it was four years ago. So it's not that long ago. It's it, it's in, but you kind of see this similar pattern. I mean, it's not that, that you don't see this in the American cast, but for some reason it's pronounced in the Canadian cast, where you see these guys, these these uh, muscly guys, all kind of congregate together. They're already working out together constantly in the house, like yeah. you know. So it might just be because they have common interests. They see you, you. People tend to like people that remind them of themselves, and so. You know that's probably a, an aspect of it too, but um, it's a little bit boring. And it is, I, uh, and and I think considering it, it's it's predictable because it's 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 been it's happened in so many previous seasons. These guys aren't too bright to be trying this uh, again because, uh, in particular, Claudia we saw here in episode two uh, will is on to them. A few of the, and the other women are. Will they be able to do anything about it? Maybe not. But uh, it's you know whether they know it or not. Um, it's it's it, it seems to be the trajectory as, as long as the the comps are balanced then folks will be okay 
But if there's like a string of physical comms, they're just gonna run a train on this crap. This and, and, and these guys will become. Everyone will want to be their best friends because everyone thinks they could win. They could win the next challenge. They could put me up. I can't afraid. I can't uh, afford not to be in so and so's good graces. I can't afford not to be in Hope's good graces or um, Roberto's or Ty's. You know, so they're going to consistently protect them. Um, okay, I'm just gonna bring these this particular image down for a second, guys, and um, and maybe just wanted to kind of run through our draft uh, if we could. Um, first overall, guess who had the first pick, guys? Well, you know who it was. It was it was it was Foster who had the first. I pick. I, I went in just you know what I picked I picked Ty. Because it was because of his uh, what was his job again? What was his job? Ty is a personal trainer. Yeah, I want him to win comps. Um, he 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 might. And what 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 I've seen in Ty in these two episodes is that he wants to be at the core of like a bigger alliance, a strong uh, competitor alliance. You know, um, and. In 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 the the episodes I saw, he was like uh, he seems to be working with Koozie. Koozie seems to be somebody he he's uh, becoming cozy with, if you will. But he's also very um, in there with Zach, and with uh, who was the other person he was talking to a lot in this ep- in this next episode? Zach and um, yeah, well he walked in. Oh, the, the 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 Newfoundlander um, Jonathan. 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 So, okay. so 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 those three seem to be coming a thing, and so Ty seems to be. Uh, working with it. And, and what they talked about in this episode too. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling the hell out of it, but it's just what's fresh in my mind is that well, these, you got to tell us. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Is that these three um, uh, wanted kind of do the brigade style? They want to do the pretty boy style where they're going. So they're telling Jonathan, "You work on Claudia, you know, and uh, and and Ty will work on Koozie." And I'm not sure who Zach is bringing into the picture but zach is going to have uh it might not be a woman or whatever it could just be like a friend so <laughs> zach reminds me of memphis zach yeah zach once yeah. again utterly unlikable <laughs> yeah but but ty by himself i don't I, I i don't know if i'm super impressed yet uh by it he just he seems present he seems active he seems to be really thinking about the game but i think that Ultimately, I think he's going to be his own undoing is sort of what I'm thinking about Ty at this point, uh, that he's going to play too hard, too fast, too early, and will maybe not even make the jury, you know? Yeah, I better, not get, I'm wrong. First pick again. I better, I better not get first pick again because that was throwing me in the fire, and I didn't like that. It, I threw me <laughs> a curveball, Dave. I Well, it was it's random randomly uh, selected. Let's talk about the second overall, uh, selected by Jen, is Daniel. Um now, guy, what did you guys think of Daniel? I know you said he was boring, was like, Daniel, but how did this person get second pick? He, oh my gosh! Thirty-three-year-old no. graphic designer from Toronto. Um, he's uh, uh, like a very out gay guy. He's very. Um, he seems personable. He seems funny. Mm. Um, what else can we say about Daniel? Um, I don't. I'm not. I think. I think he'll be his own undoing by just. I think I'm going to be working out with the fellas and then picking put on makeup with the girls. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I, don't so. I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen that way. Uh, he's bringing something new as a new super fan style of player. He's going to be loud, proud, and strategic. Won't have the luxury of playing behind the scenes and drive to compete uh, and represent the communities that have not been seen often on the show. That's what he says. 
Well, which community is that? Graphic, you know, the graphic designer community? The graphic designer community. Okay. I think they actually have been represented in the past. Um, <laughs> but in uh, abundance, Dave? In abundance, Dave? Yeah, I would say they have been pretty well represented, especially in the last few years. Uh, his biggest fear is forgetting and losing his mind. I don't know. Like, I don't think that's not... Some I interesting think things. That fear is well warranted. Uh, they say, no sleep or no food. That's one of the questions they ask them, and he goes, no food. So... He needs that sleep. Um, Okay, well, that's Daniel. Uh, Next up, third overall by Jane is Shania. N64 girl. N64. Uh, She plays video games. Wow. (laughs) Jamil's not impressed. Bartender from Victoria, BC, as is um, like Koozie. Koozie says, I'm from Victoria, Shania perked up there um shania seems uh fun uh shania seems personable uh she's got a massive crush on roberto already um you know i would imagine that like sam's trying to get us to guess who his new girl crush is i would imagine it's her um but maybe i'm wrong i don't think I, it's her um uh, then who I mean, he's not her yeah and look uh, i'm not trying to dog her because she plays video games I just feel like the idea that it's that's what makes her interesting. Like no, it's not. She... No, it's just that's. I just got excited. Okay, just relax. Okay, relax. She's not even. If, if we're talking like real crush, she's not my real crush. And I don't say that. I'm not going to talk about that. But I'm just saying it was. I just wanted to bring it up because I just it was like the N64 control. Are you kidding me? That's hilarious. Uh, Shania's biggest fear. What is her biggest fear? Uh, ending up alone. Or the scary lady from the ring, is what she also says. That's kind of dark. <laughs> Biggest fear. Wow. And like, up whoa. alone. Oh, wow. Um, she consider. They go. One of the other questions was competition beast or floater. She says floater. Uh, I, I got that vibe. Yeah. She's interested in a showman's for sure, and if it's not with Roberto, it will be with somebody else. But I think uh, she was. Uh, you- she was. You saw her. You just heard her biggest fear. She's gonna be in an alliance or group. That's that's gonna be her jam. Yeah, I think so. I think like uh, yeah, like that's t- that's what you would expect her to do, right? Like someone as of her, of her personality and background and looks and whatever. Like that's kind of so. Yes, I think she'll be in an alliance with somebody like that. Uh, moving on to number four, selected by yours truly, of course, is Koozie. Uh, now. Koozie. Big Daddy K. <laughs> Big Daddy K, as she's known. Um, I okay. What I liked about Koozie was that she was very like she had a lot of spunk and like personality and whatever. But she was also like could be a serious nine one one operator, and she could kind of toggle. And when I watched that in her bio, I was like, oh okay, Koozie. Yeah, that's that's all right. Like I like I liked that she had sort of like more a well rounded um sense of skills and like personalities and ways she could turn it on and off although i saw i thought so after what happens in episode two a little bit is that she kind of goes after santina because santina is one of the potential hohs and then santina's like you're cool koozie but i'm not gonna give my whole game to you yet or so like koozie seems to be playing pretty strong pretty early is kind of what i'm feeling from her and she might she might end up uh shooting herself in the foot is what i'm what what was what i fear I I feel like she's the type of person that's used to to like 
she she has that type of personality where she'll ask a question and everyone would be like if anyone else asked that question that's low-key why are you asking that it's kind of disrespectful but she kind of plays it off she's just like oh with the accent and everything but in like a group setting where you're permanent with people doesn't really play and especially when someone has something that you want so I don't know it's if it's gonna work. And pl- like, look, I've I've worked in enough call centers. That stuff, the professionalism kind of thing. I, I know the people I worked with. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Well, she was also Miss um, World Zimbabwe. Yeah. So she's 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 from the pageant scene. Uh, so watch out for Koozie, though. I still like my chances here with Koozie. Uh, her I'm, biggest... I'm, I'm not trying to dog her, too. I'm not saying it's a bad pick. That was I, Daniel. I, I, I feel... <laughs> <laughs> that was Daniel. Okay, well, let's talk about... Yeah, Daniel went... A... Well, you wouldn't have taken him that high. That's I, 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 I respect it. Let's go, to, let's go to Jonathan next. The uh, the dad from Newfoundland. The You know, talked to Roberto a little bit in the second episode about, you know, having his kid at, like, 21 i think he said he was or i was like i was 19 jonathan like you got nothing on it. Like, <laughs> I, okay no. my reasonings for picking jonathan is one oh yeah this, uh, by the way he's uh he's jameel's pick yes good looking dude strong family values so he won't get it he won't mess up showman's no right? he's married at all, he's looking, right? you know, all that, so. he's pretty fit good occupation right has a personality where he isn't a potato, right? He seems like a pretty good save pick overall kind of dude. So that's why I picked him because, yes, there's the hopes and the ties there, but they just seem like gym bros, and mm-hmm. Jonathan seems more well-rounded. Especially like more of a... Chasing. Yeah, well, he's like he says he's a basketball player. Uh, he's you don't know. He seems to he have plays it with bit. his son, right? Yeah. Like he's like le- he's less of like he's less like um, like hope, I-, I think, or Roberto because he does have this family life and he's he's a bit more like grown up in some ways. He's not like just a single and looking. You know, I don't think he's gonna be uh, swayed by all the ladies and everything else like maybe some of the other guys that. But I think or he trying will. to show off or show up. Or show right. off, or yeah, or whatever thing. But I think he will. Uh, from what I've seen so far, like right now, it's Zach and Ty seem to be the two people he's closest with at the moment. And um, you know, going into this first week, uh, it'll be interesting to see if that sticks. But yeah, he's. Um, I think he's he's like I'll just be a loyal soldier in your alliance. That's also I think what he's perhaps looking to do early. You know, not necessarily let eat. them take the heat. But yeah. as long as he develops the relationships with like a Vanessa and a Cruzy and a Claudia, right? Very important. Very yeah. important. Uh, yeah, he's all right. Okay, so if, uh, when we after Jonathan, we go to Hope uh, next. Yes. Uh, take <laughs> taken by Jen, um, and it was Amanda that took uh, Daniel. Sorry. Yeah. Where's Where's Amanda. Hope? Uh, Hope uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, like I was. Not I'm not just an unusual name for a man, but you know, all good. Um, uh, and Hope is a skills coach from Milton. He's from our county, uh, Foster. He's from Halton. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. Well, the fact that it was kind of Milton was kind of like that was, uh, that was well, even like there was. I thought uh, 
Well, we'll get to John Michael because the, isn't Bradford around here too? Yeah, well, Bradford's up by like Barry, sort yeah, of. Yeah, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Up, yeah. up by West Gwillimberry. <laughs> well, anyways, though, no, like I actually thought in the first, well, at least because once again, I only saw the first episode, but I thought that Hope was like I felt that he was like once again, you, you can correct me, but I thought he was down to earth in the first episode. He was calm. He was kind of like just cool. Like he didn't really, he wasn't flashy, right? But like. He, Every time they said Nene and he got up and started dancing, yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he seems but that's... like he's like the life of the party. Hope that's what I'm, I'm getting the impression. Like he's a fun guy. Yeah, um, he, he's who Daniel said that he was. Yeah, like he's just he's just he's uh like he's he's definitely a competitive person. I think he's going to try to win competitions and everything else. Like we saw him like immediately best friends with Roberto, um, and and, you know. and Foster. I I don't I'm not. I don't say these things to like say that's who the people are, right? I don't know these people, right? At all. All I have is the information being presented. So I have a very shallow point of view regarding the character that is being presented from the producers. Um, you could have gleamed a different thing, which you said you did. You, you feel that he's down to earth. And, you know, we'll certainly see over the course of the show exactly, uh, you know the details about it, which is why live feeds, live feeds are important, in my opinion. But well, yeah, we'll see sure. the digital dailies to the see the digital exactly dailies. What. Yes, yeah. as we're gonna get the after dark, the uh, you know, if you will. Uh, so hope seems cool. I, 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 I have hope. I have hopes for hope. Uh, you know, no pun intended <laughs> per se. Um, and after hope, we get to uh, our next pick, which was Dan, Dan Zabo, uh, who is. Um, I don't know what to say about Dan. He's a DJ. He seems kind of like he's from Niagara Falls, uh, 28 years old, taken by Sean, seventh overall in our draft. He's got a rock star father. That's what we learned in his like intro package. He takes ice baths. Um, his favorite hobby is, is running and exercise. So, well, there's uh, your best friend, wow. Dave. Well, I don't want to Dave, do you, do you consider your hobbies to be running? I think I don't know if it's a hobby, um, but you know, which you, is why I like you, you Dave. More, you That's why I like you, Dave, because it's I, it's something like you it's enjoy just something, it. I, that, that, that's more like brushing my teeth. I wouldn't say brushing my teeth is my hobby. It's it's more <laughs> just like something I do to like. <laughs> it's your routine, Dave. It's part of my routine. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it, so. a hobby is something you do like once or twice a week, right? Like it's not. It, it if you do it every single day, then like. You could say it's a part of your personality, but it doesn't what define you, right? right. It, it, it's just a part of your lifestyle, right? Which it, for a lot of people, when you get older, right, you get into a certain, you know, way or obviously, well, you or you change like, you know, you change, right, Dave, and you, you decide to run, right? And, you know, people can do that, right? But it doesn't define you, right? It's it's for me, it's about how you come off as a person, right? And obviously it gets misconstrued. And obviously, without the live feeds, it's not going to be as great as you said, Jamil, right? So that's going to be interesting to see how they're portrayed. Um, but Dan seems like because he he was the one he he was he had a kid too, right? Uh, does he have a kid? Um, they really showed that much. <laughs> they really show it. <laughs> I don't know if he does. It uh, it it doesn't say somebody else. It doesn't say that here, but in his uh, in his thing. But one thing that surprises uh people about him is that he eats the exact same thing every day. I wonder what that is. 
well, did, I think, did they ask if you could eat one thing in the house? What would it be? Um, he says chicken wraps. So maybe that's what he eats every day. Who's <laughs> Vince McMahon? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe. yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't have I don't have high hopes for Dan here. I don't think Dan is not impressing me so far. And I'm um, um, never been a huge fan of individuals with the last name Zabo. So Zabo, 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 Zabo. All right. <laughs> well, now now we have to. Uh, I, I you guys may not know this yet, uh, and I'm sorry for having to be the one to spoil this for you guys. But our our next person here is Amal, Amal Bashir. Uh, perhaps she's related to Dr. Julian Bashir in the distant future. Who's to say? But Amal was taken here uh, eighth overall by by Jeff, Jeff Mater. She has no profession. She describes herself as a super fan, 20 years old from Toronto. But um, I'm sorry to tell you guys, she's done. She left the house. She left the house. She's gone. Wait, she, just, did she quit? Yeah, she, some, it was a personal matter. We're, so uh, who, the, the producer comes on, on the comm, who we've heard before in the past. I'm trying to remember her name. Um, but she comes on, and uh, the Allison Grodner of Big Brother Canada, basically. And she's just like, hi, everybody. We're going to talk about Amal. Amal's had to leave for personal reasons, and we're not going to discuss it. And there's no information I'm going to give you. Any questions? <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was just like, wow. What? Like, so, um, and I don't really understand, like, yeah, why did she leave? What happened? Like, and there's no information. There's nothing, like, leading up to it in the episode. There's no, Amal's barely in it. And then all of a sudden, she's just gone. And so, um, I don't know. She, I wasn't impressed with her already. She said she was not going to make an alliance. And she was going to target the, the big, strongest guys. That was her immediate move. Is that she Good wanted luck. To so uh, I don't know what else to say. Like, like I don't, I don't think she would have gone far anyway. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's that's it. Um, something that people don't know. I, I wonder, like, what her answer. Well, someone are. did go home this week. Someone <laughs> has gone. She's got Overseas type one liar. diabetes. She, she she has diabetes, so maybe that's no possibly that, what it was. They, they've dealt with individuals having diabetes before, so. Um, if if she's like this is the perfect place for someone who has diabetes because one there's going to be constant like you're constantly monitored you have your food you can get your your glucose checked constantly at the time even if you're on slop right you can still manage that as well it's it's no no it's not diabetes i i think i think it how old is she 28 it may be like a me thing. Like, a, I, I, this is how I feel kind of me thing. I don't like what was said to me kind of me thing. Or I don't like what was, I don't you know. You think she was like, she just had too much anxiety and she had to like leave? No, no, no. I don't think, I don't, I, well, I, maybe like you could give her the benefit of the doubt. I wasn't thinking that exactly. I was thinking a little more. Sam is stating I, was, I, was, I thought it was something going on with JM. John JM, Michael. John Michael. But what? I don't know. Okay. Got a deep well, dive that. If if there were live feeds, maybe there would be a way to find out. But it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't look. If someone's gonna leave the show, this is the time to do it because usually whenever they do the 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 pre week, it's um it's taped. It's not live. They don't really do the live um 
you know, arrivals anymore for Big Brother Canada. No, well, there's no audience still. I was a little disappointed that there was no, like, there's no one clapping in the audience. <laughs> Dave, Dave, they come in and start waving. I'm like, who are you waving to? <laughs> the cameras. <laughs> the production staff in the back. Yeah. Right? Is there, is the craft service dude you were talking to previously is there and you're like, hey, buddy. I'm like, I'm like, they can't even get a crowd even for the first episode. Just they go, could, Ooh. like, they could, like, there's enough people that would go out for, for sure. Like, right? you know, um, it's just like, I, I get like during COVID, they couldn't do it, but it's, it's like, they're used to not doing it now. So now they just don't want to do it. Anymore. Which is so. fine, but don't use the same method of bringing people in. Like the way that you're, you're doing it is like, if there's a crowd, but there's no crowd. So don't do it that way. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was kind of whatever. Okay, let's get to Jeff. Jeff uh, then had back-to-back picks as we snaked to the end of our draft here. Uh, we got Claudia is who he took at nine. Um, and uh, a marketing coordinator from Kensington, Prince Edward Island. Uh, she seems fun so far in what I've seen. She's, um, you know, she's getting along with the girls. She's She says to Zach in episode two, like, I'm, uh, what's going on with all your bromances? And Zach's like, is that what people are saying? Are people saying that there's a bromance? Oh, are people saying, you know? And uh, she's like, not really. Like, I just see hanging out with them constantly. And, you know, and that's what you're doing, right? And so. Um, He's, um, this is Sam's best girl. This is Sam. This girl. is? I think so. Um, probably. Yeah, Sam is, is yeah, Claudia. Is yeah, dude. <laughs> You have a type, okay? Ninety percent of the population, Sam. That's that. Claudia is is you know. Yeah, like Claudia seems fun. I like Claudia so far. I I, I actually have hopes for her to do well in this game. She seemed she was bonding with Renee in the second episode while they were doing their makeup and whatever. Uh, and and she had a conversation with Zach, and she seems to have a connection with um, Jonathan. So you know, I'm 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 I feel good about Claudia so far. I'm I'm interested to see how she does this season. And not a bad pick here by Jeff. I think that she will not be a target either, unless Dan comes out or no, Zach comes out exactly. for figuring out his master plan, which all <laughs> she did was like look at what he was doing. Which so. I like Zach seems so like obvious that he could have a piece of paper that has like big brother plan with like L backwards in crayon, <laughs> team yeah. up with bros, and he's just holding it. That's how right. obvious this plan is. <laughs> Find bros, make alliance, win all challenges, win game. Like that's 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 Zach's <laughs> and, current, and current a, a stick plan. figure of him with money. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna talk over here about uh, the next pick, uh, uh, Renee, who uh, ended up being one of the uh, the bottom of the like the two last place people in the HOH competition. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, it was between her and her partner Shania on who is going to go up on the block automatically because there's three nominees even though we've now amal's left the house and but we still have to have three nominees this twist is still in effect at least for this week um and uh i don't know renee seems like a, a a very interesting personality i'm liking her diary room sessions so far she's uh where's she from she's a law student from vaughn yeah um, I'm, I, she was like i'm from vaughn i'm like oh so you're italian and then she's definitely italian <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, we're small. Oh, we're small. Yeah, Vaughn, the Vaughn Mall. Yeah, Vaughn Mills. But they, but they got they got Wonderland and things like that out there. Um, she's I don't know. She's she seems like a really personable person. I think I would actually have fun talking to her in real life. 
but I don't know how well she'll do in Big Brother. And I think that she might become an easy target in these early weeks because she's um, she's just on the bottom. Like her and Shania talk about in episode two, the fact that they lost that competition and that one of them was automatically going up makes them sort of always on the tip of everybody's tongue if, when, yeah. when they're talking about potentially, even if it's just a pawn, right? Like who are you going to put up, you know? Well, Renee's already been up, so Renee can go up, you know, or something like that. That might be what she has to deal with. You but don't want people one... getting the idea or the thought process that it would be okay to put you up. Right. And yeah. so I think that that's maybe the biggest um, uphill climb I see for Renee so far. Otherwise, I, I, I think she's fine. I think she's 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 got a good personality. And I think she's smart. So we'll see how she does for the rest of the game. Uh, Sean took her at 10. All right, moving on to number 11, we got Roberto. Um, So Roberto Roberto is from Mexico, guys, originally. Uh, He's a a gym manager uh, living in Toronto. Uh, This is taken by Jen at 11. Uh, Roberto seems like a really nice guy, a really, like, I would say he's the most down-to-earth that I've seen of this cast so far. He's he talks a lot about his family. He's got a sister and they got she's got two kids and he's super into that. That's um, a big part of his focus. Um, what else? Uh, did he did, was he the one that said that his um, his um, nephew uh, recognizes him now? Yes. Yeah, three year old. Yeah. Um, your your nephew's old enough like would have recognized you when they were a baby what do you mean yeah like... at least a, like a year old like prudence i think is starting to recognize me and she's like a year old now so three um, years is a long time dude he's like but i've only i only i'm the uncle holy cubs once a year so now it started to like really pay off mm-hmm. um he's uh he's got a master's degree this guy he's uh he's he's super athletic he was an all academic. All, he was an academic all Canadian while playing football in university. So he's um, he's definitely a comp guy. I think watch out for this guy. But we'll see how, if he gets targeted or not. Uh, but so far, Shania really likes him, and I think that Roberto could do well. Um, but yeah, flirting it up. He's a bit of a flirt too. I think is also the thing. Uh, okay, we talked about Roberto. Let's go to. I think this is maybe one of the more interesting ones this season in terms of casting is John Michael, um, picked by picked by Jamil. Yeah. Now John Michael is um, from BC, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, where's yeah? He's from no. He's from sorry. He's from Bradford. He's from Bradford, Bradford Ontario. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, he's a project manager. He's coming across as like super condescending. And yep. a little bit um, uh, like I know everything and uh, he's freak. Oh, by the way, he him winning this HOH freaking the hell out of the alphas. Uh, like they cannot <laughs> handle like the the, 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 the broy guys like the hopes and uh, the Zacks even like they're just like, how did how did how did Santina and John Michael win? How did they beat us? How could any how could this <laughs> this little small guy win? Because okay. you couldn't do a puzzle and untie knots. <laughs> right. And, what, and so in the second episode, what what John Michael says right to Zach, he's like, if I win HOH, I'm putting the guys up. He says this right to Zach, who's a guy, right? <laughs> in the presence of um of uh who's the other one? Dan. Dan Zabo was there, right? As well. He's like, I'm like, what? You know, he's it's almost to say, like, I'm gonna put the guys up. But not you guys. You're not guys, you know. Like what? Like I don't know what he was going for, but you should he, just uh, like just at that point, just like be saying, "I'm thinking about putting you up." Yeah, 
Uh, I'm thinking about putting you up. I'm thinking about, I don't know. Who, he kind of says, I don't know who to put up. Everyone's kind of equal. There's no obvious um, pariahs in the house, I guess. So he didn't really know what to do. Uh, so, so I don't know. Uh, I think John Michael could be an early target here, though, after the after that. Second so. week boot, baby. Could be a second week boot. Could be a first week boot at this rate. Because I think well, people are going to be incredibly he's threatened HOH. by it. And he, he's not the HOH. He, he, he loses, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. I did <laughs> So he loses to Santino and Santino's the new HOH. Um, so I don't think Santino will put him up, but I think that the house might push her to put him up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So watch out. I don't know if John Michael, I think John Michael is a little bit, not, he's lacking self-awareness is kind of my fear here with him. Okay, guys, I gotta, I gotta keep running. I gotta run over to a, a, a Star Trek podcast um, very shortly. Let's just quickly go to Zach. Who we've talked about a lot. Who I unlikable think is person, unlikable yeah, person for sure. I, so when I looked, when I had my my last pick, or this is my pick, uh, I it was it was I had Zach, Santina, Annika, and Vanessa on the board at that point, and I kind of wish I took Santina, uh, especially after she becomes the first uh, HOH. But uh, Zach seemed like I'm like I could see him doing okay. I could see him being sort of in an alliance or something. I don't know if he's gonna win, but um, you know his intro package was so unlikable he's just like i work for trudeau and trudeau got elected because he's got the looks like me and i i don't know he just eats meat and salt every day or something and um meat water and salt of like no <laughs> no dave no yeah uh he's he i don't know he's like thinks of himself as like a real alpha but he's definitely a beta he's- amongst some of these guys um He's in a relationship. He's uh, so he, but he, he says in the second episode, he's like, if I have to sleep with a guy, his girl for the alliance, I'll do it. I'll do whatever I have to. You know, he's just like I'm he's like, in a relationship for now. They were kind of talking about his like because in the in the second episode they reveal these portraits that I've been showing here. Like they have mm-hmm. that's kind of like the the memory wall up uh, on the second level, and uh, and they're like, wow, Zach, the piercing blue eyes, and ooh, and all that. So they were all okay going on about that uh he seems like i don't know, i agree not likable um and uh something i, I just want to see something that people would not know about him um i am very deep was his answer <laughs> i'm very deep that's your answer yeah okay never mind yeah. let's okay <laughs> moving on moving on sentina is the next pick taken yes. at um well, Santina was taken by Jane at 14. He's good value a, pick. Good, good. 29 year old esthetician from Edmonton, um, First Nations, I believe. And um, Metis you know. and um, um, Mexican or Italian? Anyways, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah, but she's our first HOH guys of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but so, like, yeah, Koozie was trying to get info from her and Co- she wouldn't give Koozie anything. But then she was talking to. Was it who was she talking to in like the bathroom at this at one point? Uh, it was one of the girls. Um, maybe it was Claudia. Like she was willing to work with Claudia. She was more open to Claudia than but when Koozie tried to talk to her. She was like, "I'm not giving you anything, Koozie." So I don't know. She seems to be a little bit um, discriminating in terms of like who she's willing to work with a little bit. Well, uh, Koozie's but... kind of off-putting, kind of not Co- asking. Koozie's pushy. Koozie's yeah. pushy. So I get it. You know, she and she and Koozie was doing it in front of somebody else, like trying like in the pantry, like what's going to happen if you this is even before she's won. Right. They're just kind of like, if you win, what are you going to do? And whatever. And Santina just comes across as very like 
I just want to make sure I don't get targeted next. So I'm going to try to figure out what's the, the, the smartest move, which is what you're yeah. supposed to do. So I'm, 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 I think, I think this might be a good HOH for Santina. Uh, we'll see ultimately what she does with it. Um, yep. And last two uh, last. So second last we have Annika. Uh, Annika was talking about, cause they we get the reveal of the circle K room uh, in the second episode. And she was like, I need, I work out every day. I need my electrolytes. I'm like, well, gummy worms are not electrolytes, um, but you know, but, sorry to tell you, uh, but uh, Annika, Annika, I think there's a reason she went second last in her draft. Um, I just don't. She's I think her, so off-putting in her her video. Yeah, she just comes across as unlikable and like yeah. sort of it's, like and great. Like it's great seeing the family and everything, but like, geez, when she's talking by herself, it's like I don't like you. Well, well, when she they answered like they ask her hero or villain in the questionnaire, she says villain. So I think she kind of does lean in a little bit to um, you know being a bit disruptive, perhaps. But it's not even in a playful way like Kevin was. No, not in a playful way. Yeah, you know, it's a thing. A fact that surprises people about her: I am not sporty or outdoorsy, yet I go on an annual camping trip with my friends. That's not surprising. That's nothing. That's What's not surprising? that? <laughs> it's a big deal for her. Oh, okay, it's a big deal. That's surprising. Yeah. Whoa, you go on an annual camping trip, Annika? Wow. How could you? Okay, and then the last pick overall. She Vanessa. charges her phone battery when she goes. Sorry, go, Dave. Go. Yeah, just our last person here. The oldest cast member, Vanessa, 42 years old. Which I think she could have picked and higher. yoga instructor uh, from Calgary, Alberta. Um she, she like like I like Vanessa. She so in the second episode you're gonna see she like they do a winners fashion show, guys, because we have even more sponsors now. And uh well she winners was last year too. But uh she 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 did this whole like fashion show thing and like hope was dying. He loved it so much. He was like um uh I think that you're right that she could fall into this mom role and she but she's not like the doesn't seem to be like the early target. It seems like she's getting along in the house. Yeah, to, you know, and that's often the plight of the oldest cast member. Um and she's only 42. She's like, you know, she's but... not old, old. And no. plus she's very personable. It's it's how she works it with the other people. Honestly, I think her and Jonathan should be bonding over the fact that they have children. So yeah, I could see that. Uh she has alopecia and um Vitiligo. Vitiligo. Uh so uh um definitely things I think um she'll talk about uh and and bring up she kind of talked about her intro package she seems like she's got a lot to her guys so yeah. i'm 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 uh, i'm i'm here for vanessa uh jamil or foster i'm sorry foster she ultimately becomes your pick here uh in this not um, a bad pick not a uh, look <laughs> you could have had you could have been a lot worse for because you had the first pick and you um you uh you know that that uh that's wasted on tie it, you could have ended. You could have ended up with Zach. Instead, I took him off your hands. So you know, it's all right. <laughs> Thanks, um, so just to look at all the teams: Amanda here with uh, Annika and uh, Daniel. Uh, my team with Kuzi and Zach. It's like, hey, uh... yeah. Uh, Foster's here with. Um, with he Vanessa, looks like a Uso though. Looks Vanessa like and Ty. You know, I I don't know about the shirt and like the the the, the tank top underneath tie, but you know what whatever. Um, we got Jonathan and uh, John Michael for <laughs> Team Jamil here. It's an interesting solid pair. half team, solid half team. Yeah, <laughs> solid half team. Solid half a team. Uh, team Jane with uh, Shania and uh, Santina. I think this 
was 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 good for uh for her here you know mm -hmm. um i think these are both good uh jeff um well he's got mm -hmm. half a team already mm -hmm. you know he's already out of this with uh with with i think he just wanted a bashir and um so but he's got and then uh team jen here with hope and roberto who coincidentally love each other in the house and so i've become best friends already so she kind of preordained that yeah and uh and team sean here with dan and um renee and then that's all the teams guys so uh um, right. team samil he's just happy you <laughs> because have i'm with jonathan yeah <laughs> you have jonathan you have newfoundlander you know he's yeah. like why didn't you pick claudia that's his girl but, no you know, I, I i didn't think both of them would be together um dave thank you for spending some time with us uh, <laughs> yes um well i have to run to the um the star trek picard podcast over on live long and podcast if you guys don't mind uh wrapping up here uh, yeah we'll and, wrap like, up okay and uh and i'll see you guys boston will handle all the controls it's okay yeah, oh, yeah. You have to, i'm joking all right i'm joking all right i'll see you guys you, i'll dave. see you guys bye all right see you dave uh leave here yeah there you go okay so, I'll just really quickly, Jamil, if I may. I just want to address Sam's comments. He just posted it up about Patina. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. yeah. We'll see, Sam. Like I, I think. Could you Bettina's describe Patina because I don't Bettina, get that reference. Patina was very. Uh, she's the Swedish one, I think. Um, Sam, right? I think. Let's see what Sam says real quick. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, she was very bubbly, very um, personable. You know, very easy to get along with. Um, so yeah, I can see the comparison, but uh, we'll 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 see. But uh, no, I uh, fi fi final thoughts, Jamil, on uh, on these. Like obviously, we both didn't see the second episode, so you know we can't you know necessarily. Like I saw the end of it, right? And like I said, we you know to wrap it up. We saw Renee be dead last, right? So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, and she was down at the bottom with um, uh, with uh, uh, Renee. Sorry, or Shania. Sorry. Yeah. And and then in the top, it was uh, John Michael coming second to um, uh, still getting the names. Uh, we just talked about her. Um, <laughs> Satina. No, it's Satina. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> overall, like it's it is very unfortunate that there's no live feeds. Because I feel like that kind of takes away from the spirit of a brother, even though they're being watched all the time. It's not necessarily by the public, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I know you're, I know you'll, you'll, you'll have your time to talk about it, Jamil. But uh, I, uh, other than that, though, like from a from a fan perspective, and you know, we'll finish with your with your final thoughts, Jamil. But from a fan perspective, we'll see. You'll see. I haven't seen it in a long time. I I don't want to just make conclusions. You know, you can make judgments on people right away. But for me, with a lot of, you know, with Survivor, with Big Brother, you know, with Big Brother Canada now, um, and obviously the challenge, you know, I look at all of these as reality competition shows, right? I look at it as competition first, more as, you know, who's going to get more clicks online and who's going to get more followers. So I, I look at it more as the classic competition style and more competitiveness in that way. So... I'm looking forward to that aspect, right? And obviously, we we have the Survivor, we have the Big Brother in the summer, right? And then I have my uh, challenge on my own time, right? So, what you mean? How you how are you feeling? So, um, I already kind of detailed my feelings about um, the set and everything, and I okay, I like the theme a lot. Um, I love Clue. 
I kind of wish that they leaned into that more. Um, and I know there's a, a whole season to go through, but like little subtle things, like the theme music should have been changed to a more of a, you know, who done it type of music with the dun 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 dun. Or dun dun dun. Kind of. I, I would love to see that played out throughout the entire season. The cast. Look, if it was a bunch of broomsticks, I'd still probably be watching Big Brother. So regardless of how I kind of like I'm harping on people like people reveal themselves I wasn't big on Kevin last year and I love Kevin right because like you don't you don't like say that everyone's gonna be exactly who you thought they were gonna be after you read the first chapter right there's a whole book that still needs to play out and we'll learn over the course of that thing the true nature of these people we're just talking about what what has been presented and how we feel about the presentation and what was presented to us um but um i i just i'm i'm really hoping that this season is really strong it kind of has to be because and the producers need to be on top of things because if they aren't like life feeds isn't going to be there to to salvage it and you know people worry about it uh about like big brother if it's going to continue on in big brother canada so um i know that's more of a commentary about things outside of the the day-to-day operations of the show but that's what's comes to mind regarding it so um they control we'll see. Network. I'm going to watch the second episode right after. Uh, what exactly we're going to do as a network regarding Big Brother, it's still up in the air, exactly. Um, best case scenario, or like most <laughs> most um, effort ex- um, scenario, is we do you know podcast maybe once or twice a week. Uh, worst case scenario, um, it might be just a, a YouTube... Uh, only type of pre-recorded recap or commentary about it. But I do believe I'm going to make sure that we have some kind of Big Brother Canada content uh, So uh, every week. So, Well, and we have lots of other content too, right, to check out, right? So why don't you yeah. tell us about that, Jamil? Oh, okay, I have to do the rundown too. Okay, no worries. Um, let's uh, Let's switch... Let's see, both of us on the sides. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. This is why Diddy gets the big bucks. Yeah, that's why Diddy gets the big bucks. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So you got the KBBL, uh, KBBBL, uh, podcast which is a simpsons episode recap they're going from the very beginning i think there are a couple of episodes in so that's usually on a friday you should check that out um every wednesday we have hold up hold up is um, a movie discussion podcast where three movies uh, two prior to the year 2000 one post 2000 um and uh, davin and the world mind uh chris murphy they um uh, review and determine if a movie holds up uh last week was um on journalism so it had 
the Year of Living Dangerously Network and Nightcrawler. And next week it's with television and it's going to have UHF. Stay tuned and good night and good luck. Uh, there's also the Graphic Histories podcast by Andre Mayette. And he um, talks to various artists um, and writers for comic books as well as television um uh, uh, actors and uh, personalities. Um, our very own Michael Chan um, got recently interviewed, and Michael Chan has the Hellbound podcast. It's an audio podcast that comes out on Wednesdays where they review uh, movies and horror television projects and stuff. Great, great pro- um, podcast with um, Alex Blackburn. Devin also has the X rated podcast, uh, which is usually every week with Andre. And they review X-Men, the animated series. Uh, They're in the, uh, I think, season five, I think, of X-Men. And they will continue on once we um, also get into X-Men 97, which is going to be released later this year. Um, Also, we have uh, Trivial Debates, which happens once every uh, month. Um, Last month, there was the um, uh, Love uh, Debate with uh, Davin... uh, Jessica and uh, Jody with um, Eamon being the host. Right. So that was a great one that happened in February. So um, next month is going to be, um, I think it's April 2nd, which is going to be the wrestling themed podcast. Um, as well as we have uh, Live Long and Podcast, which is a Star Trek uh, podcast where we um, cover, review, and deep dive into Star Trek. Um, on uh, Mondays we do Enterprise um, recaps Tuesdays Deep Space Nine and then Thursday um, as we speak right now the Star Trek Picard podcast is going on so you can switch over right after we're done uh, which will be shortly and uh, uh, there is also coming up on this Saturday we have um, Star Trek Radio Theater where we uh, take a a script and uh, we read it um, the cast from Live Long and Podcast. Uh, this time, a little different. Usually, we're used to taking scripts from various other um, the television or movies. This time, we're actually doing it off of a comic book. Uh, Lower Decks. Yeah. Lower Decks has a, a comic book that's uh, released, and uh, we have um, adapted it to be a radio play. So um, we have, uh, was it Jessica Chan is doing some heavy lifting, being Beckett. You know, Diana and um, uh, various other characters. You have uh, Devin as uh, Boimler, uh, Jane <laughs> as um, uh, Captain Friedman. Variety, variety of characters. Check it out. It's Saturday, 9 p.m. Uh, lower decks, and uh, that's really it. There you go. Um, that's all on the. United Federation of Podcast uh, that we're a part of. Uh, not the best intro um, or uh, explanation of all the networks, uh, but it will do. Please check us out. I heard you loud and clear, Jamil. Thank you, Foster. Any 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 closing uh, any closing thoughts? No, I think that uh, you know, as someone coming in after whatever like ten seasons now, right, or whatever how many it's been since I've seen whatever it is, it's. You know what? It's at least it's different than US and it stands out. So let's hope that the season itself falls through. Yep. 
I agree. All right. Uh, so thank you very much. I don't have a soundboard prepared, so I can't play us out with um, a usual uh, <laughs> um, a greeting or a, or or musical, you know, exit. So all I have to say is um, until next time, somebody's always watching. <laughs> okay, and let's do the outro.